All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to Strange Brew Podcast. You know what it is, you know what to do. I am one of the hosts of this strange podcast, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And who do I have with me? We have Brett. I'm not going to say the last name, just because... <laughs> it's behind you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the man of many tastes, some have called me. We need to have an alias for you. Gotta think of what. Every, every time, like Aaron, the the dude from Ireland, that we hope that everyone can come together and meet one day. Um, he, I have this cool alias of you know the reptilian Tom Thompson and all that stuff, and then Billy's just Billy. It just it just fits well for him because Brett has met Billy. We had a fun getaway. It was awesome. And uh, Aaron's like, I don't know what to call him. I need something cool. You start calling him Horror Boy because he likes horror. He's like, I got some Horror Boy. So funny. So we got to get shirts made up that say like the Horror Boys or something. <laughs> stupid like that but yeah welcome back brett we're back at his place um with our different mic setup so if you hear the difference that's why we're smoking some cigars we have some alexander and alexander keith's and speaking of Aaron, i had a two four of this because i just want to get something different i haven't had alexander keith's for a while so a while ago i got a two four um of this i like that we have it in bottles and then aaron's never heard of alexander keith's he's like what is that i'm like it's a beer I know there's some good beer in Canada, but people across the world would probably argue that we have shit beer. Like if you have someone from Germany, I know of, or Ireland or something like that, try like a Canadian people are like, ugh, cause it's not the greatest beer, but there's a lot of good craft beers and stuff. That is true. Very true. So, uh, I'm wearing a cowboy hat since what we're going to get into the devil's backbone in Texas. And Brett is wearing a headdress. And before anyone gets offended, he has like 5 to 10% native in him, so don't worry about that. Everything is fine. Nothing should be canceled. Everyone stop being offended. It's fine. Where'd you even get that thing from? This hat? Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of a... I think it was my grandmother's. Really? Yeah. That's so. cool. That thing's wild, man. Yeah, it's I don't like know where she got it from, but I, headdress. She, it's part of her... I got it somehow. So yeah. It's, yeah, that's so cool. You got that. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So Texas is known for its wide open spaces, high school football, and of course, barbecue. But just outside of the state capital of Austin sits an area full of creepy legends and ghost stories. The Devil Backbone is a series of interconnected roads taking visitors on a loop through uh, when. Wimbo, Jesus, Wimberly to Blanco. Blanco. I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering this shit if you're from Texas and you got a thick-ass accent. It's Blanco. Uh, it's. Can you do a Texas accent? Wimbley Blanco. Yeah. Its barriers are marked by limestone hills. As uh, beautiful as the area is, it is notoriously haunted. Stories of paranormal uh, like legends along the you know the Devil's Backbone range from unsettling to straight up terrifying and just fucked up. There are haunted taverns, mysterious noises, and even ghosts of a homicidal maniac that haunts and walks the highways of 281. The area is steeped in weirdness strangeness some might say but despite the it's uh, evident beauty locals might warn visitors about staying out after dark so you never heard about this eh no never i haven't either. it wouldn't surprise me the amount of genocide that's happened in texas so i know we'll we'll definitely get to that a little bit but it's it was interesting i felt like something fun that's up your alley because you like going to states you're going to rocklahoma next week so that'll be a lot of fun and so i thought something that you can't be up your alley considering what texas is and you know you're kind of a country kid and i'm getting i'm becoming that more and more that chelsea's like jesus listening to like because i i like that oliver anthony song i heard it for a lot of other people did 
And then Chelsea's like, it's country. I was like, no, it's folk. And then she's like, it's That's country. True. And it's like, totally folk. And so I started listening to more of that stuff. And I found other folk music that I liked. And Chelsea's like, you're turning to a country kid. And I'm like, slowly but surely. So the section of the hill county or country that surrounds the devil's backbone is no stranger to frontier mayhem. The ranches and fields that dot the land were once the site of intense bloodshed as white settlers moved in the area and they clashed with the Apache and the Cherokee tribes, leaving a legacy of inhumanity in their wake. But and, and we'll get to this on other episodes. Like I want to do, um, I want to do the residential schools, which is going to be really sad. But I would like to cover that just because we're very close to a reserve. I grew up uh, with a lot of indigenous friends, and if you dig into the history, especially around where we close to the reserve that's near Brantford, Ontario, it's steeped with like disgusting shit that they did to indigenous people to brainwash them and stuff like that. And that's why. I'm in the middle where I don't always think shoving religion down people's throat is acceptable in that terms. Because back then they're like, no, you got to follow what we say, what we believe. Mm. But if you look at indigenous culture, yes, they were warring with each other. I feel like they're more in tune with, you know, yeah. nature you know, and nature and God than actual yeah, like, and it, Christian. Like, it's either you do this or we're going to beat you into submission. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they knew how to live off the land and, you know, knew how to do what God gave them. Yeah, and we, so where we are in a small town, we're outside having a fire and just talking about the history of this small town. And I'm like, I'm, and I was getting creeped out just because like the house is, the house that we're at has sat there forever. And the guy that, the house that we're living in is old and he put that house there from somewhere else. And then, like, it was already pretty much built, and they dropped it on the plot of land where I'm at, and it's been there forever. So we always joke about there's, like, there was a baby that died in our house a long time ago. Um, there's a guy that died next door recently, and then, obviously, there's, like, Chelsea's family that lived next door that kept up with the property for, like, years. And, and before they lived, it was, like, people that were there for, like, generations or whatever. So it's a creepy feel. You know how, well, it's funny you say that, because, like, where we are... Mm -hmm. Apparently the property next door, that yeah, way. Yeah. Apparently he, the guy that used to own it, was uh, he was an old native, and yeah. no one knew what happened to him. Mm -hmm. And the rumor was that he was buried on the property. Oh, strange. And ever since then, like, you always get like the most eerie feeling going over there. Yeah. You really do. It's, and it's funny because the guy that's next door is complete weirdo. Like. I wonder if this stuff takes hold of people, right? Like I do, Ooh. I do mushrooms a lot, as people know. And when you we're think out, it's altering his subconscious, in a way? it could be because there's a lot of talk about, and we'll get this more and more having you on the show about the ideas of the paranormal and stuff like that. But even like when I'm on mushrooms and I'm like outside and I was thinking about this stuff, Chelsea wanted to like to take a pee and grab some drinks or whatever, and I was getting like creeped out sitting there because I'm tripping a bit, right? And like mm. you see like sh like things moving in shadows and stuff like that. And I was thinking about probably all the the indigenous that used to run through these lands obviously to hunt and then settlers came in and stuff like that and i always want to point out that like the indigenous people and when they lived out the land and they were pure of heart in a lot of ways and i find their culture fascinating i and i would love to talk to like um indigenous shaman one of like the chief leaders that do some of the shamanistic practices. I would love to interview someone like that. But they were also warring with each other, killing each other too. Like, not as much not as, as much as not, not as much as everyone likes <laughs> no, to. No, no. But there was tribes that would like go against each other, steal their like family, and then bargain for it, stuff like that. And there's a dark history with indigenous as much as there is with all cultures. All all past is all dark. Let's yeah. just say that. Mm -hmm. If you look at all all forms of history. 
doesn't matter where you go, yeah. if it's Africa, South America, it is all violent. 100%. And then the idea that, like, they're like, well, you guys came here. Like, and I'm like, I, I'll get into this on another episode, but the idea, like, I was born here. I don't know anything else. I have nowhere else to go. And how they're like, when people, like, someone like me talks about immigration, they're like, well, you immigrated here. Everyone has immigrated from somewhere. Even it's the true. indigenous. So, like... Well, they came across the ice break from yeah. Siberia, so... Yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit. And we'll get into that on another episode. Because it's, it's stuff... The fa- it fascinates me. History fascinates me in a lot of ways. So, there's obviously a lot of bloodshed. One gruesome event even took place that's now referred to as the Babyhead Cemetery. What? <laughs> and I've always said, like... Oh, my the, the world is a massive graveyard. You know, technically. Just the, the, the amount of, like, energies and residency of so much war and terror and people fighting each other and killing each other for land food whatever hmm. you know and if if they shut off uh, the internet we're all going to become like that <laughs> so where this is where a girl was allegedly kidnapped by natives and decapitated after which her head was placed on a pike to warn her family ward off her family that is crazy with events like this in its history it's no wonder the area is rife with hauntings specter spectral visitors and bad vibes today the cemetery is a state landmark but is not a place to stop by for a family picnic i mean you could that's crazy because it's almost like um i i love the new avatar movie i think you would like it too the new one. Oh, the way of water yeah have yeah, you watched yeah, it so know. good when like when he t- he's like a um son for son and she's got his knife to like spider's throat and stuff yeah and then that idea of like what indigenous people would do right if they you all these white people or you know spaniards or whatever came in and were killing off them and stuff like that and like if they killed maybe their family or took them then they want revenge you know what I mean? Because these people were living off the land and then they called them savages and wanted to essentially indoctrinate them into their way of life. Yeah. And so if you somebody got murdered, your brother, your sister, whatever, in the indigenous tribe, you'd be like, fuck you. I'm going to do the same thing to you and, you know, an eye for an eye. It makes the whole world blind, but a lot of people are like, fuck you then. I'm, I want to, I'm going to do this because you did this to me. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's a crazy, like, putting a little girl's head on a spike is pretty fucked up, man. Uh, anyone who spends time wandering through an empty Texas field, um, be it for a deer season as the heat of September phase until October, which kind of when this comes out, we'll be just kind of getting into Halloween, September. Uh, you know, you, you never really feel alone. The, you know, desolate areas of Devil's Backbone may seem serene, but those familiar with the area knows that it doesn't take long for something spooky to happen. John Myers was deer hunting in a tree one day when he heard the familiar sound of someone walking in circles around his hiding spot when he asked who was beneath him he received no answer the footsteps continued to circle without knowledge of myers finally he moved to the ground to see what was happening when he climbed down from the tree no one was there and there was no footprints but he heard somebody walking around him that residency of like energy that sits in a place, you know, it might be even like. What if it's all psychological? And you just. It could be. I still like even on like I don't like some of the things that I think and see and hear or whatever when I'm on mushrooms. I don't know if it's in my head or if I'm tuning into something because I'm more aware of what's happening around me. You're able to like tune in and notice things. That's why like you go out in nature and you see like trees move a certain way that you've never seen before. And that's why when we, I, I definitely want to do it with me, you and Sawyer, especially here is do do a good, not a heavy dose, not two grams, something easy. Um, which is one of the nice strains I have that's light and we'll feel like all uncomfortable for an hour. But once you start walking outside, you'll be like, whoa. Just like all the shit that moves and you just notice things. It's incredible. That's why I love doing this, especially outside. So you're paying, and that's why I'm wondering if, or is it residency? Is it real live ghosts? 
or is it like an imprint from a time error? Because how things over uh, overlap, right? So there's different dimensions. Maybe it overlaps from when the indigenous were around. This imprint stays into this, like the re- reality. Yeah. So it's fascinating. So Myers walked away from the tree to see if he can see anyone out in the field. And that's when he spotted the ghostly presence of an elderly Native American man staying near a tree where he had just been. As Myers started walking home, the specter followed from a distance and eventually vanished. And that gave me chills. Like that's like creepy. Just like seeing this indigenous dude, you're like, weird. What's that guy doing out there? That's strange. And like you keep looking back and you see him walking with you, see him, and then eventually you just look back and he's not there anymore. Dun dun dun. Pretty crazy. I love that ghost shit though. Cause you you've had some experiences, right? Uh, like your astral projection you've said on the Patreon episode. Yeah, it's uh Have you ever heard any knocks or like anything creepy? No, that uh, well that's afterwards like I couldn't do it anymore because yeah. after I told my parents, like, they're like, "Don't do." <laughs> oh, what I of what I like, what I said and did. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone in my family, evidently enough, was praying that. Yeah. Like they don't want me anywhere near that. Do you and, know? Do you know what? If anyone was on this property, do you know what was here before? No, it's been our family for like four or five generations. Really? Yeah. Crazy. You think? You're, I, I'm sure that whoever, like your ancestors that have died. Are probably just hanging around here because a lot of times I think ghosts go uh, like to a different place, but they stay stuck in some sort of purgatory. Where I feel like ghosts with unfinished business. Too. Yeah, or people die so suddenly they yes. don't they don't know they're dead, mm-hmm. and they're trying they're lingering around sort of like in this halfway point. Yeah, there's I've told stories on the show about stuff about like how there's I've known people have speak to uh, spoken to psychics and seeing like past lives and all this stuff and seeing essentially like people when they passed on died suddenly and they didn't know they were dead and they're walking around trying to talk to people and couldn't and, and another episode i was debating which i think will be fun for us to do is uh, there's an episode i want to do about vanishing towns places that existed and they just vanished without a trace like there's a lot of towns like that in uh, france scary. and europe mm-hmm. where they were in the way of uh of dams and they had to leave the entire town and flood that area yeah and there's entire towns that are buried in the lakes. That's like that. There's that uh, place in Alberta. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I saw it as a kid. And this like huge a- uh, avalanche kind of thing came down with all these rocks. And it just buried this town. And you can go see it. There's like a observatory, is observatory? observatory deck where you can go out and look over at this rock. Huge massive rock pile. And it just buried a town. Everyone died. He's <laughs> like, God. I'm trying to think. If anyone knows what that's called, um, hit me up. Because I want to... I would like to talk about that because it's interesting because that's where they have also buffalo, um, crushed buffalo head or whatever. Well, the bu- they'd, natives would run the buffaloes off the mountain and just kill them yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Crazy. So there's always uh, one ghostly manic uh, maniac, manic maniac, walking along the side of the road in the middle of nowhere on Highway 281. Drivers should do their best to avoid the spirit of Mr. Lackey, a drunk alcoholic that, I'm just kidding, it sounds like Mr. Leahy. You see this, like, drunk guy walking down the street? Give me another one, Randy. <laughs> Give me another one, Randy. I'm fucking mowing the air, Rand. I fucking love that shit. Rest in peace, man. That guy was the shit and never really touched alcohol in his life, but was the best pl- drunk I've ever seen anyone play. Yeah. Like, man, when he's, like, drunk in the hot tub and he makes that statue, he has that um, mannequin of Julian, and he's, like, drinking, he's, like, sitting in his own filth and alcohol and drinking. <laughs> it's so funny. So a man who slayed six members of his immediate family near um, Blanco, I hope I'm saying that right, Blanco, uh, Texas in 1885. Before he was caught, uh, uh, Lackey 
tried to follow his uh, relatives into the afterlife by slashing his own throat. So he killed all of his family and then was like, I need to join them. It just seems like something took him over. Uh, and only, Guilt. listen to this, but only for his own life to be saved by a name named Al Bundick. Al Bundick? <laughs> not, <I'm> gonna, <laughs> that's fucking, that was before that word was provocative. But anyway, continue. Uh, not long afterward, he was hanging from a tree in Paradise Hollow. I wonder if people hung him or if he hung himself. Those who were driven along 281 late at night say that they've came across a large man whose neck is exposed, tender and covered in blood. He holds a knife in one hand and is waiting to add a victim to his count. It's interesting because I really wonder if people like that, like the idea of the amiable horror where the guy killed his family in that house. You've heard of the stories, right? I've covered it with Juan. It would be fun to maybe visit on like a live special or something like that once again. But like that idea is like, if, if I wonder if the indigenous spirits kind of took him over and been like, you took my family. Oh. Now I'm going to take your family. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. You know possibly. what I mean? They're like, kind of like, Oh, well, if you want to fuck with me, I'm going to make you kill your whole family and then yourself. So Oof. wild. So, and, and who knows, right? But while the majority of the Civil War was fought in Virginia and Tennessee, um, there's still plenty of smaller clashes in Texas. Confederate soldiers, as well as vigilants and cowboys, vigilantes and cowboys. Yeah. You know, know. that's why we are a cowboy and a, 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 an Indian. Just like, can't say that anymore. But it's funny. Because <laughs> if you go to the States... <laughs> Wow, that I know, a Rick I know, I know, I know people in the states that like I know people in the states that are indigenous and stuff like that, and they still call themselves Indians after all this time. Really? Yeah, and they, especially in like places like in Texas and stuff like that. I mean, I guess it is just kind of like a nickname at this point. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Really, yeah, it's really what it is. So they rode through the hill countryside. On a consistent basis, many of them lost their lives. These ghosts, these men have rumored to roam the area. Some locals claim many have rode, uh, they ride together in an unholy pack. Oof. Which is creepy. You see a bunch of dudes riding by. Especially if, like, the idea of these things being imprinted. So if we go to, like, uh, Gettysburg or some of these places where these, like, horrible battles have happened. And you hear gunshots or see, like, a soldier standing. Um, I've heard tons of stories about that. But you see a soldier standing at a guard tower. And then he disappears. And there's no one working or anything like that, right? So, Hill Country resident Lynn Gentry believes he... His name is Lynn. That's pretty sad for a man's name. He he lived through a ghostly rustling one night while working as a foreman on a local ranch. Supposedly, he woke up to the sound of horses running through the field. As he gathered his wit, the sound grew louder. Eventually, from just a few horses to a full-on stampede. You're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> According to Gentry, outside of his window, he could see at least 20 men in Confederate uniforms riding their phantom steeds. Um, the clamor of hooves grew to a roar before the night went silent and the ghost riders disappeared. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Can you imagine seeing that coming towards you and then like you go to like take cover and then feels like they're on top of you yeah, and then all of a sudden you like look around there's no one around you. It reminds me of those movies. And like, you know, there's oh some horror goodness. movies where like you hear and like... Coconuts cooking together <laughs> like Monty Python. Um, I'm not going to name the person um, just because I don't. I think it's more respectful. But we know someone. They've told us stories about on your property and seeing indigenous people by a fire. 
which is crazy. That's like cra- like the cra- the crazy to like you wake Probably up ancestors. And, yeah, and you, I know, and you wake up and well, you're kind we, of we, like, this property used it was it was given to us. Mm-hmm. There, there was a whole bunch of other properties too that came with it. Yeah, but now it's this is the last remaining one. So crazy. So it's so crazy. That's why we get in the vanishing towns thing. The whole idea of like. You wake up and you and you go downstairs and you see something. You see this fire roaring. You're like, what the fuck is going on? You look outside. And there's a bunch of indigenous people coming back from a hunt. Is it supposed to be how the story went? I mean, would you try and join them? I I feel like I would. Like an we did an episode uh like the episode where we talked about the whole alien stuff. Is it a psyop or if it's real? And Aaron was like, would you want to get abducted by an alien? And then it's like. We'll talk about this on another episode. We get into our alien abduction stuff because it's like a really thing of like, do you want to have that experience? It sounds fucking frightening in a lot of ways, but then it's like your curiosity might get the better of you. But I feel like in those situations, you would be so scared and like, like, like frozen that I feel like it'd be hard to like come to terms with what you're seeing or being a part of, you know what I mean? Yeah. So whether you're alone, it's not uh, unnatural to feel like you're being watched. Whether you're in a field in Texas or an apartment in the big city. But when people get the sensation um, while they're traipsing through Texas Hill Country, it just may be true. Many ghosts that purportedly litter the devil's backbone are happy to just stand and observe rather than interact with the living. Creeping out the locals in the process. One local man says that after a long day of hunting, he returned home. And as the sun was settling over the, um, to feel a set of, he, sun was settling only to feel a set of eyes on the back of his neck. When he turned around, he saw a native man wearing buckskin and a Comanche war paint. Oh, that'd be scary. And then he's like, God, it would be scary just cause like you almost like, I feel like you know what it is. You'd yeah. know, you know exactly what it is. And if he's disappearing, you're like, this guy's going to kill me. I don't even know where he's going. And the other thing I was just thinking about, what about this? So you notice how like a lot of uh, Native Americans are very spiritual, right? Yeah. And very in tuned. And they yes. predicted a lot of things like uh, the Hopi Indians. They yeah, said like the last thing to be able to do is build the house in the sky, which is like. Yeah. So um, I wonder when they're like on their peace pipes and they're getting to like these really uh like peyotes and yeah, high drugs I and whatnot love to do that and what happens if like that actually allows them to actually project into the future yeah and what you're actually seeing is people that people's because like your subconscious is picking yeah. up on people's other other people's subconscious and you're just seeing people from the past but they're actually already dead. I know. And that's the crazy shit about like the interdimensional stuff. Well, is there like, all these different layers that correspond? Rather than looking at time like a linear yeah. thing, like yeah, yeah. sort of like a spider web, right? Yeah. And they're just sort of looking over real quick. And that's just somebody that was once alive. And they, and every time they're doing high drugs, you're just looking at somebody that's already lived. Yeah, that is a good point. Because I imagine they were definitely doing mushrooms and stuff like that too. Because it was in the land. It was readily available. You can, well, they, BC, they knew everything, There's like right? tons of psilocybin mushrooms yeah. everywhere. So, well, what I, like, I'm just curious. Like, yeah. If that was like possible that you were getting to like... And not to mention, like, imagine just being daily, being connected with nature. Yeah. Reading the land and being one with the earth. And then getting so wrecked on mushrooms that... For whatever reason, it allows your your subconscious or your soul to actually go forward or back and see things. Be and crazy, that was, and yeah. that was the point of it. I think that might be true because you have these things that overlay with each other and yeah. stuff like that. It's fucking fascinating, like, though. Like the, the things they predicted was just nuts. 
It's crazy because even like we'll get into stuff like that. What's that Bobby Vaga, Vanga or whatever? There's that woman that predicted like a bunch of wars and all this mm. shit. And and I don't know. You never know because if the realities, if it's like overlapping each other, you may be like looking into. Well, it's not really. They're not affecting the reality yeah. that's playing taking yeah. place. But the people that see them, the only thing they have to tell is the story. And right. what they're doing is sort of just like looking through like Peering a little window. Through the veil. Yeah. So crazy. Imagine. When driving through Texas, there are major highways you can take the I-10 and the I-35 are fine getting to Houston or Texas, but if you're trying to get somewhere off the beaten path, you've got to take highway uh, highways like 281 or the regional road 32. Drivers cruising along road 32 have experienced close calls and variety of paranormal entities, making it hard to discount the haunted nature in the area. Drivers have seen shadow people along the road, heard phantom sounds during their drive. Some people even report um, a nebulous shaped climbing, uh, report a nebulous shaped climbing on the hood, weird, of their car as they hug the curbs, uh, curves of the road 32 in the middle of the night. And then there was one particular story shared by numerous locals, outstate drivers alike, a woman walking the highway with her baby, calling out for her husband. If you're taking road 32 in the middle of the night, you might want to press on and wait until uh, you reach your next stop uh, before you, before you pull over and stop. Because like, that's frightening to see like, there's stuff that people have seen frightening things of, you know, people like the whole, even Bloody Mary holding her kids supposedly and all yeah. that shit. So imagine like you're going down the road and you see this woman and you go to help her and then she like disappears or something oh. like that. Like, and then you're trapped like sitting there in the darkness, just like, man, what's the ETA? I saw you light up. So. Nope. Just the news. Nice. Uh, Apple news. Bob Barker is dead. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> Yeah, died at 99. Yeah, Brett's got a buddy coming numbers. over to help you set up your shit, right? Yeah, Working for the trip back. down to Rocklahoma. I'll be fucking Is he going with you? Uh, Jeff, no. No, it's just your buddy, He's right? He's a family man. Yeah, you gotta stay home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Paul's coming with me. That's fun. A man of also of many tastes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have fun and be sick going down there. Don't get uh, murdered in a mosh pit or something. Did they mosh pit there? Oh, yeah. American boys are strong i don't know what they feed them but they are strong i don't know if they're all pre-army or they're just yeah crazy so whether you're a paranormal investigator on the hunt for a mischievous entity or a traveler looking to quench your thirst the devil's backbone tavern is where you want to be this sounds fun the bar has been serving the hill country since the 1800s and has been the site of numerous hauntings people who work at the tavern say they actually have seen apparitions a few claim to have been touched by ghosts Mm. Patrick Swayze coming up behind him squeezing their titties but no one has ever been truly threatened locals and employees of the Devil Backbone Tavern report that most part of the ghosts supposedly haunting the establishment seem to just want attention they turn off the lights on and off and mess around with photos on the wall open doors and windows and play the jukebox it'd be nice to like talk to them like you mind helping me with the power at least if you're gonna live here at yeah, least like alter the power meters so I don't have to pay hydro that'd be really nice I'm trying to remember the one Bill the story Billy told where he was out east and he was working at a bar and he was like a very famous haunted bar and he's not billy's so skeptical about everything right and try but you know i'm trying to mold him into a conspiracy theorist but like, he said something about like, he sw uh they're at this thing and like they saw like um it was like a glass the shatter it's like fell off the top out of nowhere they caught it on camera i feel like he showed me the that's nothing so 
the day my my grandmother died, my mom's yeah. grandmother. Mm-hmm. So my mom's mom. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we were going outside for a nice walk through the forest. Yeah. And out of nowhere, uh, one of her uh, oil lanterns that she had, because she grew up in a time growing up with oil lanterns. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how old she was when she died. So Crazy. she still had a lot of stuff when she was growing up. Yeah. And my dad clearly saw like one of those. Like, man, I wish our, I wish uh, Grandma Carter could join us. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, like... My dad's walking, ready to turn right. He looks over the fireplace and literally watches an oil lantern fall off one of hers that and just sucks. smashes. And he's like, she's here. Didn't your dad tell me that? Yeah, he told me that. Oh, yeah, because we were inside. Watched, like, just literally That's went, crazy. like, 90 degrees and then down. That's wild. Yeah, I got to come in and fucking talk to your dad sometime soon. Maybe we can get back and stuff because it's, it's you can do it fun. Today. I know, it's fun. We got, after this, I'm going for a fucking swim. It's Chelsea's dad's birthday, so probably mm. a couple scotches and shit. And um, it'll be fucking fun. Pass me another, uh, another Keith's. Another Keith's from the hall? Yep. Nice. I'm, uh, it's, Fucking stoked! And Brett is gonna and Billy are gonna be on a whole episode together. It's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be very um, hostile. Yeah, but it's, it's gonna, gonna be. be crazy. But we have a plan to do something together when Brett comes back and kind of near the Halloween season, which we're kind of building up to. So, you know, of course. That's if I don't end up at a FEMA camp, you know. I know that's true. Don't don't have that happen, man. You gotta come back because. Uh, Go to reserve. See if yes. I can't. Uh, get We've. Some... Uh, I'm not gonna go into detail. But we have lost somebody that is... Is it? Yeah, it's just... Really? Twist off, sir. Weird. Could have asked. We've lost someone that's a part of the show because of uh, opinions being different. So I'll just say that because I don't think that anyone really needs to know the full details. But we'll just say that. So Strange Brew is morphing and changing into whatever I want it to. (laughs) (laughs) And Brett is going to be a good addition. We have lots of plans for stuff. It'll be fun to do some shit in the winter and stuff. Some fun, creepy See if we can't do a winter episode out in the the forest. You'd like that. We just get a little heater and shit like that. Don't even just dress in sled suits and we'll just, yeah. Bring a couch out there. That's not a bad idea because you can just like hook this shit up and it'll be golden. I got a bar top too. That'd be sick. Yeah. yeah that bar top, that sounds terrible. So there's going to be a lot of fun stuff yeah. for the YouTube, everybody, right? So that's why you subscribe or Rumble or BitChute because there's going to be a lot of fun episodes and things and hopefully filming some fun stuff that uh, all the fans will really enjoy. Most of the reports of hauntings and ghost interactions around the Devil's Backbone are creepy, but more or less harmless. People might just lose sleep after a herd of phantom horses, but no harm, no foul. The same can't be said for John Vareal. Uh, a local man who claims he was possessed by an unexplained creature. So John says he was hiking through the area with his friends when he saw what he believed was a wolf leaping towards him. He called out to his friends, but didn't see anything. When the group returned home, John went into a trance, followed by a seizure and guttural noises. Any guttural noise? <laughs> like, or is it like you know what I mean dot noises yeah like, oh fuck I'm trying to get out of a chair <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah I'm just like trying to get settled and shit one witness uh, said John seemed to be speaking a mix of Spanish and Apache oof 
It's like weird. The, the, the speaking in tongues shit the, is. That's weird. It's weird because people think it's like the, even the religious shit. Like I've seen videos, or uh, it's so weird the power of some preachers, and we'll get into it on other stuff for sure at some point. But that thing of when they're like, "Ah, oh, you are uh, feel Jesus in you," and they're all like falling backwards and shit like that. Some of those like I don't know. Churches. I feel like they're putting on an act. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so too, because they like. Even like Jim Jones, right? That that guy that killed. But even like there's no there's no description of that like happening in the Bible at all, where people no. act like they're being possessed by Jesus. Is there any? There is references to like exorcism and stuff. Is there not? Or well, ghost so possessions? I actually got a, I got an explanation why actually exorcism well possessions actually happen. Yeah, I, they open themselves up. Yeah, and they like usually, or what it's been said like what happens is is that. Yeah. Some of your family or your parents were, uh, you know, Luciferians and they were yeah. worshiping the devil. Mm-hmm. And that haunts the six to seven generations down. Yeah. Even when you have nothing to do with it, your children's children will be haunted by it. Yeah. And out of nowhere, if you are inclined to, like, be uh, very soft-hearted and you end up in a situation where, like, you have a lot of bad energy and you yeah. actually play something and you invite something in... Mm-hmm. It's more like it's an invitation, right? And it's like, well, you 100%. can't get rid of them because you invited them. And that's why, like, I, I want to mess around the Ouija board now that I'm older mm-hmm. and go to some haunted places. I know. Everyone tells me that because I feel like something did attach to me and stuff like that at some points. I, I just find that fascinating. I have a ghost box, right? Well, do you know how it works? You're inviting. You're you have to be a hundred. You have to want it. Like, you yeah, want, enough. like, air when you're yeah. being choked out. That's how badly you have to invite them over. This is so I played with yours for a long time. My and I, I've said this on the show before. My Jamaican aunt is from Jamaica. She was like, "Don't play it by yourself. It's not good." Da, da, da. I was sixteen. I went home. I fucking got a little drunk and I started using it by myself. And I started researching into the fucking reptilians and all this shit. And it told me that it was still it's a living creature. It was like I'm I'm a, a living being. Um, I exist in another reality, and I couldn't we couldn't tell you this stuff when you were younger. Because you only thought of us as spirits and stuff like that. Mm. And I started getting down the scary thing. And I do think that, especially when you're drinking. What if it's just trying to convince you to like, up. Eat, like, oh, don't worry, we're harmless. Uh, you should invite us over. That's the whole thing with kids too. Kids ghosts are usually demons or reptilians or whatever. Dark entities that are trying to manipulate you and make you think that they're innocent when they're really not. You know, throwing balls around and... Yeah, it's fucking scary shit. We'll get into all that stuff too, especially in your Halloween. That Urban Legends episode will be really fun because we can kind of dive into all that stuff. And we're gonna, it's gonna be a long one. Like we'll fuck around, and have a lot of fun with that. And um, so he's had this uh, making all these weird noises, speaking in Spanish in Apache, which is weird. And John convulses and spoke in strange. He spoke in strange tongues. His friends freaked out, but a gust of wind burst through the home just like that the episode ended john says he doesn't really remember anything would happen to him but locals say such a possession stories are uh are uncommon and typically begin with the spirit or not uncommon and begin with the spirit wolf so if you want to think about the skinwalker ranch which eventually we're going to cover it's coming up i want to do a bunch of research in that shit I think it'd be fun to do with even you and Billy and stuff like that because it's fucking fascinating, man. And like the have you ever seen stuff. that one video that was on YouTube on uh, Skin, Skinwalker's Ranch? There's this guy, luckily he was wound up in like a barbed wire fence. Yeah. And he's calling out like, "Somebody help me, help me!" Yeah. And like you can't see him because like dusk is hitting, mm-hmm. the witching hour is starting to come up, and you see him. He looks like he's wound up in the fence, but he's standing there, but he's stuck, and he's like. 
help somebody help me and he's like screaming like he's like being chased and like Whoa. this guy's like this is my property and I, I don't have any barbed wire fence here oh what and it's <laughs> like oh shit <laughs> like that's so scary there's some horrifying. crazy shit to do with skinwalker ranch and like ufos and weird energies and that's why like i'm reading david ike's book right now um the children of the matrix a lot of stuff i already know so i have to get through a lot of this shit with the atlanteans and all that stuff so mm. it can be kind of dry it's a huge book all of his books are massive but um it was like talking about like the ley lines and how certain buildings are built on ley lines, these energy vortexes, even things like supposedly like the Washington, Washington is built in like uh, pentagrams and stuff like that. And they, they use Yeah, look that up. Lines. If you get a chance, hmm. Washington, all the streets formulated from Capitol to Capitol building yeah. and to uh, the White House and everywhere else, like the Senate. They built that. It's in the shape place. of a pentagram. Everything. I did that in one of my songs. It was like streets built in the shapes of pentagram. Or, yeah. yeah. And I show like the line in the video of how it goes. It's fucking wild. And then even uh, the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Six sides. Yeah. Triangulated up. Weird thing is, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the Pentagon doesn't have any uh, elevators. Really? Has no elevators. Not a single elevator in there. And then they had that plane go in there. The fucking bomb. It just happened out missile. of like... <laughs> the, uh, well, plane yeah. side slash flying object. Hit it and, you know... It was gone. All the debris. That's it. We'll get into all that conspiracy all stuff. All the debt records. Huh? Eventually, because it's fascinating. And for the people who are interested in enjoying my music and stuff like that, me and Brad actually just filmed a music video here. Um, so it'll be fun. Look out for that. If you look up Rapti- if you look up www.youtube.com slash at the Raptilian Tom, you'll find a lot of my music. And so many of the paranormal en- uh, encounters described by the living in, uh, or in or around the devil's backbone involve being watched or seeing something you know, that maybe it vanishes, right? So you're like, you see something, it disappears. And one family reports having a ghost who would like to play with their son. It wasn't just a spectral presence, but ghosts of a little girl with a hole in her head. Oof. It reminds me, um, what's that? You ever seen Sixth Sense? Where, like, he goes to the high school and he sees, like, those bodies hanging. And there's, like, the native kid. And, like, ugh, I have to rewatch that because I haven't seen it in a bit. But it was a good movie. I enjoyed it for what it was. You remember what it was, right? It's him. He's actually dead. Yeah, he's actually dead. So he sees the astral world and he doesn't know that he's dead. It's fucking crazy. Such a good twist. And like, not all M. Night Shyamalan's movies are great. Like, The Village is okay. I watched it like really high. Or The Happening. The Happening. But there's a bunch of good stuff. There's The Cabin in the Woods. There's a recent one. It has Batista in it and stuff like that. It was pretty good. He does some good stuff. And they always have some sort of twist to it and i do enjoy it he, m night shamalama ding dong he's good though that's fucking scary though and it reminds me of you ever seen 13 ghosts no whoa now. you should fucking watch 13 ghosts we'll have to make a movie night uh, yeah we should do that because matthew lillard is it the guy from scream or whatever right. and they go to this like house and this family owns in this old house and and there's like 13 ghosts trapped in the basement and they unlock everything and they all have a backstory to them someone needs to make a movie about the backstory of the ghost but there's like this native this white kid that looks like he's in a native costume he's got like a fucking arrow through his head Damn. It's fucking crazy. You would like it. We have to definitely do some movie nights and then get you on uh, first class horror. We're talking yeah. about some horror movies. So this is John uh, or Jackie uh, Milligan of Texas Paranormal Events uh, says when she investigated the claim, he touched. Oh, Jackie's a guy. Weird. He touched. Uh, he was touched Dutch base with the ghost by using an EVP recording. And according to Milligan, the girl ultimately didn't seem to pose a threat. 
The family thought it was cute, an imaginary friend, until he told them she was a little girl with a hole in her head. It was funny because the cat would act like someone was playing with him when no one was. And, and I was asking questions about the cat and the EVP uh, it had a little voice saying, yes, when asked if she likes playing with him. That's what I, I want to do EVP stuff. I have an electronic uh, voice recorder. You can do that in the forest. I know. Who well, knows what the fuck you you would catch? I also have a ghost box, which I want to get. I have to get everything batteries because I have a Geiger counter and stuff like that, which measures the frequencies. I want to fucking do that shit. Um, and then uh, the ghost box is cool because it scans for radio frequencies really fast, and you're able to hear voices through it. Yeah. And I've heard it say my name. It's fucking frightening. So some of the paranormal, uh, there's some of the phantoms that reportedly walk through the area have uh, been seen frequently that locals have grown accustomed to them. One spirit such has name as Drago by the name, uh, by supposedly those who have seen him. Locals claim to see Drago herding cattle down a trail that haven't been used in years. However, reports of phantom horses running through the fields have been very common in the area. Very, a lot of like specters and weird stuff. And there's a lot of places like that. We talked about the Stull Cemetery. There's a lot of weird shit. And this is kind of one of them. And that's why I thought it was kind of fun to get into some ghosty stuff. Because I love this stuff. And especially when it starts coming towards Halloween. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, uh, on the one of the Halloween specials, because we're bringing this to a close. Um, Aaron dressed up like the Riddler. And then got really, it was a live special. Got really drunk. And then, like, was, like, wasted. And drinking, like, he chugged a ball of Jack Daniels on the stream. And then uh, he drank a ball of wine. This story's been told many times. But he's wearing this Joker costume, or the Riddler costume, with the mask and everything. And he got so drunk, the next day he's like, I looked at that costume, I was like, got chills. I was like, ugh. Just because how fucking wasted he got. We had to, like, cut the stream. <laughs> it was, like, wild times. It will be on the Patreon this Halloween. So everyone look out for that, because I'm going to cut it when Billy leaves, because his phone shuts off. We're like, okay, that's where it needs to go. Um, but there's a lot of fun. Like, last year I, I took mushrooms, and I was a hippie. And then Billy, I, people have, know this, but if, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's fucking one of the funniest stuff we've ever done. Even listen to it. Billy was Trudeau because he didn't have a costume. And I was like, you know, I'm like, would you get a suit? And I didn't tell him what I was going to do. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, come over. I got an idea. And I put him in clown makeup. And I'm like, look, you're Trudeau. <laughs> it was very funny. It was, he looked fucked, man. He did this makeup. It looked stupid, but it was so much fun. So we'll have to see. I'll talk to Billy, see if we can get it going where I can maybe... Um, really clean up the studio and then have us all fit. Even just us three and then Aaron on the cam in Ireland. We'll fucking figure something out. Everyone wait for that because it's going to be a big, fun three-hour special or something like that. So, or we, we could figure out how to do it here. We just need to get like some sort of an internet set up. So, the South uh, has a history of spook lights. The apparition like lights that appear in the middle of nowhere with no explanation. And people have seen this. I'm not a huge fan. Like, I like Ghost Adventures. Have you seen it with Zach Baggins? This is Ghost Adventures, and I'm yeah. Zach Baggins. We're watching one, and they did catch, like, it was a weird light in the middle of the forest they were at. They are walking around this property, and this bright light was just shining, and they ran over there, and no one was there. And, like, you don't know if if they're staging it or whatever. But it is, I've heard for years, people see va phantom lights. Um, I've caught fucking orbs. Uh, me and Chelsea were in Brantford walking through this bridge and in two different pictures, two different pictures, a green orb followed me on this bridge. It was, it's fascinating to see because you, you can, can just see that one movie that's called uh, Heavy Metal 2000. Yeah, yeah. The and titties, it, the cartoon titties. 
Uh, no, it's about a. It's about the this green orb that corrupts people. Yeah, that's a good movie. It is because they have heavy metal and, and they have it'll... heavy metal two thousand, right? Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. I don't know if it's heavy metal two thousand. I think it's just called heavy yeah. metal. But the green orb is supposedly this thing that corrupts the innocent, and it I goes seen from that in a while goes from dimension from time to time, corrupting things. I used to love those like. Not anime, but those like kind of cartoon adult movies and shit like that that kind of like push the boundaries on shit. Oh yeah, they definitely did. The eighties had it all. It's so cool, and like it's uh, I've I've caught orbs. Like I've said this story before, but we're in um, and this is when I was having a a bad time. I was like a drunk young kid, and you know, a, a kind of womanizer kind of dude, and 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 young. And me and Chelsea were in Niagara Falls in a hotel room, and she I was joking around taking a piss, so there was a. Uh, uh, of tub and then there's a window that opens to the bedroom where you can see inside the tub and she jokingly took a picture of me pissing while I was naked and behind me was a red orb and just like the green one if you zoom in you can see like it looks like like plasma like it looks like it's very weird it like it's and in red red orbs are supposed to be like negative entities so something was following me and then green ones are like um, elementals like nature entities because I, 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 people, I started talking about mushrooms and we were at the cottage and Chelsea's like, she's talking, talking. Like, I'm like, yeah, but it's about psychedelics. I'm not saying that I did them because I always got to be careful because people see them in a negative light. Um, but I was like talking about elementals. I was like, the people believe there's like creatures, things that we can't see that exist all around nature that protect nature in some way and stuff like that. I'm like, hmm. I don't know. Who knows? But the apparition like lights that appear in the middle of nowhere with no explanation. Scientists, researchers, and all journalists have attempted to provide a reason, but every answer just opens up more questions. One such spook lights have been reported near a farm where Bert M. Wall used to work. Wall says at night he often sees a light in the field with the cattle and there is, you know, and they never, uh, never been anyone else out there with him to corroborate it uh he doesn't think that there's anything um you know weird about these lights just healthy curiosity on the part of the phantoms his theory i'm convinced that old cowboys are just checking up on us to see if we're doing things right he says hmm. fascinating it's cool man like what do you think of the devil's backbone there's a lot of weird stuff i want to check the bar out now wow. mm-hmm. the tavern I, yeah i want to check that out it's still there that's why i want to do these vanishing town episodes because it would be fascinating. Some of these people that end up at a place, I've told the story many times, but like just, uh, people that show up at a bar and they see people and they're conversating with people and all this shit, right? And then they leave and they come back. I have this great paranormal book that I'll have to, I want to use for other episodes. I've used it for one episode that is going to be on the Patreon uh, with Justin that used to be on the show. Some of the older stuff is going on the Patreon so people can catch these Lost Tapes episodes. And I use this book and it has like stuff about phantom photos. We kind of get some of the phantom photos they talk about. I'm going to read through it almost like how we did uh, the... Uh, bite or the pint-sized conspiracies, which more of those will come from that book. Um, but even there's like so many fascinating things about people seeing stuff and then it disappears. You know, it's like a whole town, a whole bar. Like the the one case, they went in, they drank, they out there. Hey, all these people are very quiet, and then they left and they came back the next day and like, oh, it's cool, you guys were open this long. And we're like, we weren't open last night. We were open until eleven and we closed down. Like we were in here at one a.m. Like we were like having it was, it was fun. People were kind of weird. They were all dressed up. Your mom have been having a party. Everyone was dressed up like they were all tired. And they noticed the photo on the fucking wall that was all the people that they saw. And it was when the bar was hopping back in the day in the late eighteen hundreds. And they saw these people. The bartender never said anything. Gave them a drink. Nobody said anything. They're just sitting there talking to each other. And there's noise. People talking. But it was like an imprint in time. 
That's crazy. I know. This is a fun episode. I like this shit. I love getting into ghost stuff. How, you guys will hear from us more often. There'll be some fun stuff when you come back. We'll get Billy over and we'll do a fun, cohesive episode. It'll be cool doing it here at the bar, smoking some cigars. Hmm. I hope everyone enjoyed that shit. Um, be prepared for all the stuff that is coming. Um, you know, so everyone stay strange. Uh, you can follow us at strangebrew.podcast on Instagram as we read most of our stuff. Um, also look up, uh, um, strange, what do I call the new, uh, t- uh, Twitter? Just look up strange Brew podcast on Twitter. Um, you will find it on, or X now. I'm starting to be more on there and stuff like that because it's, it's a, somewhat free speech but then it's like not really there's a lot of weird shit but that's where you can find us obviously patreon we have so much content on there and there's so much more coming and it's we have one tier three bucks and you can pay for all this fun content that we have and live specials and all that stuff so and you will see brett again brett doesn't have anything that you want to follow him on because he doesn't go on the internet unless he needs to Let's look at our mechanic videos. So. Yeah, that's true. Because you're a country boy building shit. But this is fun. And, and there'll be more fun stuff coming with Sawyer um, and those like doing pine sized conspiracies with him and just having a fucking ride of a time. So I hope everyone enjoys all this stuff. You know, we love all the fans and we appreciate everyone that listening uh, that listens. Strange Brew will always be what Strange Brew is, but it's going to mold and get bigger and better. And there'll be more cool things that we'll be doing. So I want everyone to you know, pay attention to what we're doing and, you know, subscribe to the YouTube because that's where you'll find this video of us sitting here at a bar. It's fun to watch. Enjoy. I always encourage people when you're watching stuff such on YouTube or Rumble or whatever, Rumble needs to get better at creating an app, but like to cast it to your TV. Mm. And then you can sit here and smoke a cigar with us or a joint and drink with us. I encourage that a lot with people listening. Like have, smoke a fucking stogie, fucking sit back or whatever. Like, Smoke a cigar. I'm sure, like, you know, it'd be, like, fun, too, because I have the projector. Like, going outside, listen to a podcast. Where you're, like, outside and shit would be fun. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's coming. We'll definitely have to film some outside and do some fun shit. But, yeah, everybody stay strange. Uh, We love all the fans. I'm going to keep rambling. So, support us. Give us five-star rating reviews. and Take nothing serious. Yeah, exactly. Take nothing seriously. Nothing at all. Ever.